Harriana Hook's YouTube channel, named after her and established in 2014, is one of many areas where her unique voice shines through. Her commentary videos focus on race and children's and family media, nostalgia media that we all know and love, and stories that are seldom talked about when discussing media. Her gift for speaking truth to power has grown a fan base of over 100,000 subscribers. She owns her own business, Hariana Hook LLC, a hub for inspiring blogging and unique products that further showcases her entrepreneurial spirit. She has also written two books, Your Hot Crucial and No One Ruined Your Childhood, collections of personal essays on being an extra on set and family entertainment, respectively. I am so proud to be one of her subscribers, and it was a privilege to interview my fellow YouTuber. I think it's great that you do so many things. Oh, oh thank you. Um, I've always just kind of been like a very creative person, and like... I don't know what it is about me. Like, I've always been like this since I was little. I'm just like, I'm bored. I can't do, like, one thing. I, like, always use, like, creativity to, like, you know, deal with my hardships in my life and whatnot. But I just genuinely like creating things. Like, um, I, over the weekend, I was working on, like, my comic. And that's just something I've always wanted to do. But then um, today, I made sure to, like, post more, like, cosplay content and all that. I just, I just like to have fun. Like, I'm tired of, like, because people, things that I like are things that people, like, deem as, like, childish, like, cartoons and comic books and, like, cosplay, especially, like, cosplay, because it's basically, like, playing dress up. And I'm like, well, it's not hurting anybody, and I'm having fun. I'm just here to, like, have a good time. And that's honestly, like, how I started my YouTube channel in the fourth place when I was 15. I was bored. Like, I was bored. And now, like, my YouTube channel has taken off, and it has done so many, like, great things for me. But it's, like, I also want to show, like, people, like, hey, like, yeah, this is my channel, but, like, also, I like all of this and that and the third, and I do so many other things. In the midst of your busy schedule, thank you so much for taking the time. Oh, you are so welcome. You are absolutely so welcome. Because, like, when y'all contact me, I'm like, I will make time. <laughs> like, I will find a place with my schedule to talk. Actually, I've been dying to ask you something. Yeah. What's behind your stage name, Hariana Hood? So one day, it actually was like, it started this like a little account that I had made, like a little side account. And I was just like trying to figure out, I was like, I want to have a new alias because my government name is just so boring. Like, it's just so boring. And I used to have like another nickname that I went by named Nickel. Like, you know, like, they used to my friends were calling me Nickel Pickle. Like, it rhymes. And have you ever heard, like, the phrase, like, in a pickle mm. before? Yeah, it would be, like, nickel in a pickle. It was just something, like, silly and funny like that. But I didn't really, like, feel connected with that name anymore, mainly because that was just, like, high school stuff. So I'm just like, well, I'm obsessed with just pirates, mainly Captain Hook. I, my favorite a uh, member of the Hook family is Harry. So why don't I just like, you know, make a spin off of that because that's just kind of who I am. So I was just like, Harry, Harriet. And I was like, no, that's his sister. That's not, no. 
So I was just trying to figure out, I was like, why don't I do like a spin on like his name? Because I love when people do like spins on like fictional characters' names. Like when her name is Clarkisha Kent. And I love her. I love her. I love her. And you know, like Clark Kent from like mm-hmm. Superman. So right. I was just like, why don't I do like a spin on Harry Hook? Since this, this, this character is like literally just associated with my brand. He's literally me. Um, so I was just going by and I was like, I need to make a name that no one's ever heard. I want to make something that I know people are going to remember. So I was just like, why don't I combine it with something? Because, you know, like, Clark Keisha is, like, Clark and, like, Keisha. And I was like, why don't I make a name that, like, Black people have? So I was like, Harry, Ar- Harry Ariana? And I was like, no, there's white people named Ariana. <laughs> like, I was thinking, of, I thought of Ariana Grande right away, even though I know a lot of Black Arianas. So I was just like, Ayana? Because, like, one of my favorite cousins' names is Ayana. And I was like, I'm going to be honest, I've never met a white girl named Ayana. So I was like, Harry I. And then I was like, Harry Yana? And then it just stuck. I was like, ding, 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 like a little siren, ding, ding, ding. It just went off. And I was like, that's the name. That's it. So it just kind of like started off as like my little OC alter ego character. And I just came to the conclusion. Yeah, you're literally just the black Harry Hook. That, that's you. It's okay. How did you yeah. get interested in nostalgia media and like children's and family entertainment? Okay, um, it's weird because I remember when I was in high school, I like desperately wanted to work for Disney Channel. I'm not even joking. Like, I legit wanted to work for Disney Channel. I'm not playing whatsoever. Now, no, <laughs> no, because y'all understand how I feel about like the Disney company now. And I do appreciate a lot of its properties, especially Saturdays. That's a really cute show. Have you watched Saturdays yet? I haven't. It's really good. Um, Marseille Martin is the producer for it. And I literally support anything she does other than Blackish. I can't do this show. But um, <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm still like very supportive of like children's media. But like growing up, those were like kind of like the only shows I really watched because I wasn't really allowed to like watch adult media. And if I did, I like snuck and watch it. And I noticed like I like to throw on a lot of these shows like still mainly because like yeah and also i love animation too so and a lot most of like the animated series that are being made are like for kids like basically i label them as like for everyone because animation is for everybody but when i'm watching these shows i just it started with dan snyder oh that man honestly it's just like I noticed that when I would watch a lot of these shows, that so many of the issues that I noticed within adult media would be in children's media and family media just as well. And I was just like, this isn't right. Like, but nobody's saying anything about it. Nobody's calling it out. But I will go online and I see a lot of people calling it out in adult shows and whatnot. So it Loki just started with me just talking about it on social media. But I just on YouTube, I would just do whatever on my channel. And I just wasn't like, I was scared to do commentary. But then I I caught on to the fact that people actually liked my thoughts and opinions about the things going on in the world and whatnot. So um, that's just kind of like where that stemmed from. So I actually started to talk more about like shows from my childhood and like family entertainment and whatnot. But really like what stemmed like the shift and like my channel what actually made like my channel like take off a little bit was um 
we need to talk about the racism and Dan Snyder shows, mainly because I was getting kind of fed up with the fact that nobody brought this up. And I was like, how is that not seeing it? Like, yeah so i um it actually started off that video actually started off as a three-minute presentation for class um i was taking a class and the teacher was like you can do a presentation on anything you want and i was like anything i want so it wasn't a dan snyder presentation but basically it was like let's talk about the racism in kids shows so i started talking about how a lot of kids shows have a lot of racial stereotypes in them and there are things that the characters say that are racist to one another. And I use Jesse as a big example <laughs> to show Jesse and how they treated the character Robbie and how the family was racist to him. Like I use that show as like an example in that presentation. And a lot of the people I got like good feedback from it. People are like, I never noticed any of this until you said it. And now I can't unsee it. So seeing how well received that video was, I just like patiently waiting for more people to like make this kind of content like i would see people talk about it all the time but like someone actually on youtube like go into detail about it and i talked to my sister a lot about like the videos i'm making whatever and i like i'm sitting there talking to her about how like is no one noticing how racist this man's productions are and she was like well yeah but i was like i feel like a lot of people just aren't talking about it but people are realizing it so I was like, you know what? I think I'm going to make a video. And I was like, I think I'm going to take my presentation for class and like work and make it a YouTube video. And then she was like, okay. Like she was here for me to do it. She was like, okay, hope it goes well. Like I talked to my sister a lot about like the videos that I make. So she was like, I hope it goes well. And I literally sat near in the corner with my old camera. And I literally had my notes out on my computer and just went through it and was like, we need to talk about racism with this man's show. And that video honestly didn't do anything. It didn't do anything for a minute. But the next thing I know, um, two months later, I thought I was like, I uploaded it, it blew up. And I was like, people care? Like, people care about this? Like, so I noticed that once that happened, it really like sparked this conversation of a lot of people talking about, oh no, kids shows have a lot of issues beyond racism too. And I was like, yeah, we should talk about all of them. And they were like, yeah, we're going to talk about all of them. And I was like, well, y'all want me to? And we were like, yeah. I've always been like a very loving and caring person. Part of that just has to do with like me being like really sensitive and thinking like everyone deserves to have good representation. But like, also we have to take into consideration why don't everyone have, why doesn't everyone have good representation? And I was like, because of the people that's working behind the scenes. Like, Hollywood is very elitist. It is very classist. And it is so hard to get your foot in the door. That is why I am so thankful that we have Abbott Elementary and it being that good. Because I was like, it is rare for a show to be that good. <laughs> because, like, the representation, everything is, like, great with that. Um... And I had did watch your interview that you did with Evan Elementary that like I fangirled a little bit because I love that show. It's one of my favorites. You watched it? Yeah, I watched it. You watched one of my video? Oh my gosh. I did watch it, of course. I did watch it. It was great. You did a good job in that one. Um because wow. I think like Avid Elementary. And then I'm just like, for every Avid Elementary we get, we're gonna get like 10 more shows that didn't do it right, that didn't that didn't understand the assignment. That's just kind of like where that stem from. And now I um I 
still make that kind of content because that's just kind of like what my channel is rooting. Thank you for everything. Um, You're so welcome. You're so welcome. Do you have a piece of media that's close to your heart in particular? Oh, descendants. <laughs> I, oh my God, I have so many. It's weird because I've gotten to a point where I realized that a lot of the things I like are messed up because descendants has so much misogynoir in it. But I've noticed um, Descendants is um, something, like I said, it's literally a part of me. It made me the person I am today. And also, high school was not a great experience for me either. Uh, it's so much of just um, like me just running away from my problems and not wanting to think about them. has to do with um, just, oh, I'll come home and just watch the first Descendants movie again. I'll read the Isle of the Lost book again. I'll go watch Wicked World again, even though the first season was terrible. Like, I really hold Descendants deep to my heart, but also I had to take into consideration that there's a lot wrong with that. So I'm just kind of, like, more interested in, like, the concept of Descendants. And, like, recently, me and my friend Joey, he, um, that YouTube channel, Veritas Joe, that's them over there. Uh, we did, like, a Descendants cosplay together for a moment time. Mm -hmm. But as I mentioned, like, I have like things that I love and like I adore. Like people know my favorite anime of all time is Ojama Jodorami. Um, I recently gotten into the manga called Gangsta. It's an anime. It only has like one season, but I can like connect so much with one of the characters in it. Her name's Alex, and I hold Alex really near and dear to my heart because of how much I understand her. I love like 2013 Titans growing up, like. But now I am an adult and I'm like, this show got problems. <laughs> this show got so many problems. But I love Starfire. I That's my best friend. I remember I said in my video about like the Disney princess parties. Like I made a whole 20 minute video about Disney princess parties. I can find anything to talk about. I mentioned something like if you ask me who I thought was a celebrity when I was little, I would say Starfire. Like anytime I listen to like Alien Superstar by Beyonce, I think of her and I think of Word Girl. <laughs> like... <laughs> Both of them are alien superstars, but like now there's just like a lot of the media I hold close and dear to my heart are kind of like fictional characters, I'd say, that I really identify with. And um, today I wore like this little black bandana, and that's what I put it on. I was like, this reminds me of Howling from like Monster High. And I think about her every day. She literally was me when I was like when I was fourteen years old. That's exactly how I acted, and I really do appreciate seeing like a black girl character that was like that. Like it's, I identify with a lot of white characters, but like Halloween, I was like she was black just like me. And I understood so much of what she was dealing with. I understood so much of what she had like going on. But I was like, that was me when I was 14. And like, I would defend her. She'd be wrong a lot of times. I'm still stick by her because that's my niece right there. Um, but I, I don't know. Um, of course, like, you already know about Descendants. Harry Hook is literally me. Like I said, if I was a white man, that would be me. In conclusion, fictional characters instead of actual stuff. <laughs> no. Um... I know I'm a mess. I know I'm a mess. <laughs> no, you're not. I mean... Uh, analyzing you know like kids shows and stuff that used to be a passion for me too mm -hmm. I think I just kind of started like becoming I guess interested in other things I guess other things like started to overtake it but no I get that because like I as much as I like still like watch kids shows and all that I notice I'm more invested in the adults in this series now I feel like we got to do better when it comes to like animation like an adult 
in general because I'm like, see, I'm fed here. I'm getting fed here. But like at the end of the day, we're going to go back to the kidney stuff too, which is not a problem because I really do enjoy like the stuff with like Lunella and Casey and like all their shenanigans too just as well. But I feel like we are starting to see like that shift more because people are starting to realize that more adults watch cartoons, but like a lot of us don't want to sit here and watch Family Guy. Like no shade to Family Guy. My friends love Family Guy. It's just not for me. A lot of us don't want to sit here and watch Family Guy. We don't want to watch American Dad. We're most likely never going to get another show like The Boondocks for another five years. So it's just like, it's nice to see how a lot of these shows are doing better about catering towards like more than just one kind of like targeted demographic. Because I was just really, that's part of the reason why I was really impressed with Moon Girl. Like that is a solid first season. Because a lot of first seasons be, be, be iffy. Be for real, but I was like, that was a solid first season because it realized that it was gonna bring in an audience of people of all ages because they know a lot of like people like me were like, I would have loved to have this show when I was a little girl. They have those kind of people watching it, and then they actually do well about like catering to like that older audience without being like, what's the word I want to say, like explicit. Because people think that if something is, like, adult, like, it has, like, nudity, profanity, cussing, and all of that. And I was like, no, sometimes it's just dealing with, like, adults just doing stuff. Like, adults just doing stuff. And their relationships with each other and how they interact with one another. I They did a really good job with that in this series. Like, it, it's top-notch, top-tier. But I was, like... Because I really did want to support Moon Girl, knowing that, like, this show really does need the support, especially from, like, Black women in Indies and just Black people in general. Because I noticed a lot of Black men have been, like, very supportive of Moon Girl. Like, I've met men with daughters that talk about how they've been watching the show with their little girls and they really like it. Um, a lot of people, I was, like, starting to phase out of, like, okay, I'm tired of shows about kids. But then this one right here, I'm like, I know I need to support it because of what it means to me and like what it would have meant to me when I was younger. And I was like, if for a pleasant surprise thing that they do cater like to like more than just like their target demographic. But yeah, that's just that. That's just kind of like elaborating a little bit on what you're saying, because I feel that way, too. And you you're so averse on, you know, these topics. And yeah. Yeah, you have so much expertise and you're so accomplished and like people truly anticipate your work. I mean, can you tell us what's coming up next? I do have Howling. I am going to do Howling cosplay. Um, I do have more Natalie stuff coming up. Of course, there's always going to be new Natalie cosplays <laughs> because I, I adore her. But I like to do like different kinds of like Natalie because I was like, I'm going to do Babs. Are you familiar with what Babs is? The movie? The Halle Berry movie? <laughs> What is it called again? Can you say it again? Babs. Babs. It stands for like Black American Princess. Um, it's a Halle Berry film from like the nineties. I would like want to do Natalie, but like in Babs, like that kind of fashion style. I think like out of the box. I'm gonna do Halloween. I'm most likely gonna try to do like at least three of her looks. I do plan to do more panting and stocking costumes because I'm trying to do all of Panty's outfits from that because I just loved her outfit so much they were just so cute to me uh that's just kind of like how I am like cosplay wise I'm gonna do more word girl stuff because a lot of people really like my word girl cosplays and word girl is like my comfort show somebody asked me when you finally gonna do a Harry Hood cosplay and I did one back in 2020 but I'm like no I need to redo I need to redo that thing <laughs> so that most likely is gonna come 
too. So that's just kind of how I am, like cosplay wise. I am going to do a Raven. Look at me just telling you all my cosplay plans. Um, there's one I talked to my sister about it, but you know Raven from like Teen Titans, mm-hmm. and you know Raven from like That's a Raven, like yeah. Raven's mom. I'm gonna do like a crossover with that. So that's gonna be really like fun for me. I'm trying to like find ways to do like more crossover ideas because I'm so picky when it comes to cosplay. Like I like to look different from everyone. Well, thank you so much for your time. I really appreciate it. I hope we can talk again sometime. Oh, of course. Just like you just gotta let me know because you know I'll be busy. <laughs> yeah. yeah, you just gotta let me know. I always tell people that when they like ask me to like come on for stuff and I'm like, you just got to tell me, you can always, you got my email, just shoot me an email. If you, I'll, I'll give you like my personal discord too, just as well. Cause that would make it, it's easier to reach me there to be honest. <laughs> yeah, I will definitely be in touch again. Thank you. You're welcome. Thank you for listening to today's episode of the Mirror Elizabeth show. I hope you are inspired. Be sure to download, follow me on your socials, and stream the next episode.